Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Believe in Everything Ole Miss. I'm Jordan Dollinger, and today we're talking all things basketball, only appropriate with the SEC tournament in full swing this week. We're going to jump right into it, but before we do, make sure that you are subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts so new episodes like this one will download automatically each and every week so you never miss out on anything Ole Miss. Before we jump into it, a quick word from our sponsor, BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Right now, the NBA is in full swing and college basketball is heating up as the schools make their way to the madness. The tournament is coming and so is the $100,000 Bracket Madness contest as BetOnline is the spot to be for all of your bracketology needs. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way and place to bet, and it's free to sign up. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, guys, so today I am joined by Ole Miss men's basketball assistant coach Ronnie Hamilton. Welcome to the show. Hey, how, how you doing? I am well. How are you? Oh, doing well. Trying to do a lot of preparation, as you just mentioned the tournament is exciting to play in, but it's a lot of prep that goes into it before you get to the game. So as a staff and myself, we're all trying to get prepared to, to get there, to be ready to play and stay there as long as we possibly can. Thank you for jumping on with me. I know it is a busy week for you and the team with the tournament, as I mentioned, happening now. So let's start there. With all that's been going on this year, does the competition seem different outside of the restrictions and the safety precautions all of that is different of course but is it the same level of competition that you're used to despite all of this uncertainty surrounding this season yeah it really is I mean the league I think as good as any league in the country and since we've been here year three it just gets better and better and better and this year I guess the only difference would be just each game you know there's that kind of anticipation of knowing where you get to the game and play the game and then sometimes who may play on the other team. So, for example, we played Florida early in the year, and they, they were without one of their better players, Scotty Lewis, and we didn't know exactly who was not going to play. We knew somebody had some COVID issues, and it wasn't until a couple hours before the game. So 
some of the preparation has been a little bit different. Once that ball has been tipped up, I mean, it's been as tough and competitive as it possibly can be. And the depth of this league, whether it's Alabama, who won the league, or Vanderbilt, who we just played, who's, you know, at the bottom, the games have been just, just so, so good and competitive. And you can't have a night off in this league because if you do, the results are going to probably not be what you want them to be. No days off. Absolutely none. No question. So this is your third year with the Rebels, but before coming to Ole Miss, you were at Middle Tennessee for four seasons and assisted that program to really reach some of its very best moments in school history. Before Middle Tennessee, you also coached at Houston, Tulane, and Citadel. How has your time at Ole Miss been different than those previous coaching jobs that you've held? And also, how do you think those previous roles prepared you for this one? Yeah, great question competition, it doesn't get any greater in this league and at this level in terms of the SEC, Power Five. So the consistency and the, and the level of competition night in, night out, that's the biggest difference. The talent level, the coaching, there's great leagues and great coaches all around college basketball. And I've been a part of some really good programs and other leagues, but the SEC is by far the greatest. And I think it's at an all-time high in terms of the league itself and, and where it stands right now just with the quality of teams. And then I think just the exposure that's here in this league and how much people pay attention to every game and even off the court, you know, whether it's recruiting. And so I think there's a level of interest and exposure that this league provides that's a little different, in some cases, a lot of different uh, than some of the other places I've been at. But I do believe that, that basketball is basketball in the grand scheme of things. And so whether we were at Middle Tennessee State trying to win a conference USA championship at the Citadel and the SOCON, you know, it still goes back to really trying to prepare your team and get the best out of your guys and, and have everybody aiming towards one common goal to really be the best you can be on a year-to-year -year basis and uh, trying to recruit the best student-athletes for that particular place. But we are afforded a lot more resources here. You know, obviously the facilities that we have, the administration, they give us everything that we can ask for to be successful. So there's so many advantages in terms of opportunity to be successful that uh, I think is pretty special. You touched on recruiting a little bit. On top of coaching, you're also very well known for the role that you play in recruiting. So outside of physical abilities, what are some characteristics that you feel are most important that you're looking at when you're recruiting? You know, the physical part of it is probably the easiest, to be honest with you, Jordan. I think, you know, like if, if me and you went and watched the game, I think you probably can point out who the best player is. And, and it, then it gets beyond that. So much of it, I think, from an evaluation standpoint, is can you best that you possibly can, can you kind of peel back the layers and figure out what guys really love basketball? The IQ piece is, is critical because there's so much thinking that, that comes into play, not just at this level, but just be a really good college basketball player and beyond in terms of can you just have a feel out there on the court? Can you execute all the different things that we do? And Coach Davis is, is known for being a great XL coach. And so in part, you know, because of that, we run a lot of different things offensively and defensively. So sometimes guys, they can't process it. So that's a big part of the evaluation. Uh, and then the intangible things of just really love basketball. So you see the physical and then it's kind of a twofold. The relationships that you build across, you know, my coaching career help you recruit and be able to be involved with highly ta talented guys. But those relationships also help you to peel back those layers that I mentioned to find the guys who are going to be really, really good fits here at Ole Miss and can help us win SEC championships. So it's a daunting task. It's a cool and fun part of the whole part of coaching, which I truly enjoy the recruiting piece. But it, it takes a lot of work and 
if you're doing your homework and, and you're doing all those things, then you have a chance to, to, to recruit really talented guys that can be successful for you. Like you had mentioned, the physical is kind of the easiest part, right? Like everyone has that foundation, but then you have to peel back those layers, as you, as you said, and figure out who is really going to be a good fit for your program. And before you got into coaching, you were a student athlete yourself, but not in the way that people might think. So you have a degree from Duke and you actually spent four years playing for the Blue Devils football team. So how does one go from playing as a defensive back to then UNC Pembroke as a graduate assistant, which was really the start of your career? How does one go from the field to the court. Tell me how that happened. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, so I, I do have a unique path, a unique story in terms of coaching at the collegiate level from a basketball side of things. But it was always my passion, even as I was growing up and becoming a better football player than basketball. I played both through middle school, through high school, loved basketball, ended up being better with the pigskin. So I had more opportunities to play ultimately at, in the ACC and at Duke. Uh, but it was something that always was kind of in the back of my mind and when I got done playing in college, I had a small cup of tea with the New York Giants and I'm sitting there kind of chasing it, the NFL and the professional route. And it was just something that just kept coming back to me to tell me to kind of chase this other dream I had in, in terms of coaching at the collegiate level basketball wise. And so finally kind of put up the cleats and just tried to figure out a way to start that journey and start that dream and started in high school, actually at a school called Jack Britt High School in, in Fayetteville, North Carolina, my home state. And then from there, like you mentioned, I got an opportunity to be a grad assistant at the Division II level. And I tell people all the time, no scientific formula, how you go about, you know, navigating, trying to be a college coach or a coach at this level or coaching basketball. But for me, it was the best start and the best path that I could have hoped for or imagined because at the Division II level, as a grad assistant, you can do everything. You can you can be on the floor coaching. You can go out and recruit. A little different at the Division I level where you, you're more of an administrator uh, doing a lot of things just kind of around the office. You can't be on the floor as much, can't recruit, you know, as far as being on the road. They've loosened some of those things up here uh, recently. But at that particular time, I got to just kind of immerse myself in all things that go along with coaching. It really helped me just kind of get thrown in the fire and I got some experience. I started meeting some people and developed some relationships that to this day have helped me get some of the opportunities that I've had. And I've just tried to work really hard and I always thought myself as being a good evaluator. Tried to know that recruiting is going to always, you know, be a, a thing that people pay attention to. And so just build relationships, work really hard. Got lucky to sign some really good players. And 18 years later, I'm sitting here uh, in Oxford, Mississippi. So I'm really fortunate, really blessed. It's a great place to end up. No question. You touched a little bit about how recruiting is so important and how there's just so many layers to this. So what would you say after all of these years of experience and all this expertise that you have, what is your overall coaching or leadership style? There are definitely a lot of different personalities on the same team, any team that you have, there's a lot of different learning styles. It's a lot of young people. So what is your approach and why do you think it works so well in this program? I have some things that are common things that I try to do in terms of coaching, but in some ways, I think, you know, as an assistant coach, you have to kind of piggyback off your head coach. And I say that in terms of, you know, Coach Davis is, if you watch our games, he's fiery, he's competitive, and, you know, he coaches our guys hard. So you don't have to necessarily be as hard on our guys uh, all the time. He handles that a lot of himself as a head coach. I've been in other places where the head coach's style is a little different, so I had to you know, be a little bit more demanding and authoritative and 
But for me personally, just I'm one of those ones where naturally I'm going to be very demanding as well. Want guys to you know do things the right way every day, push you to be give your very, very best, but also really just be a guy that guys can lean on to just grow on and off the court. You know, I have high expectations for our players and they know that. And so there's a standard in place that, you know, every day, you know, this is what you should be trying to reach and then surpass it. So I, I always kind of want to set the table that way, but it also just be in their form any way possible on and off the court. And I think the guys I've coached, and I venture to say, and, and not speak for all of them, but hope they would say, you know, Coach Ham is a guy who's going to care for us, do everything he can for us, going to coach you hard, but he's going to love you harder. And I think when you do that, you have meaningful relationships that will allow those guys to grow as players, and then you have relationships with them well beyond their playing days. I think truly, you know, the great coaches, we're all competitive. We all want to win basketball games or whatever sport that we're coaching, but we do it to help young men and women. So I think if we're doing it and we have that goal in mind, then the actual winning part will take care of itself. You talked about your relationship with head coach Davis. So I want to loop back to that a little bit. At the very beginning of the season, coach Davis tests positive for COVID. You stepped in, you oversaw those first two games of the year. No doubt it's been a very challenging time. Also though, no doubt, no better one to step in than you because you have been working together for a long time, even before coming to Ole Miss. So you coached alongside one another at Middle Tennessee. So tell me a little bit about what that relationship between y'all is like and the vision that you both share for the program, the hopes for the rest of this year, and then moving into next as well. As an assistant coach, you always want to be ready. And I think, you know, a testament and a compliment to Coach Davis that he puts a lot of responsibilities on, on our entire staff and he lets us do everything, you know, whether it's in practice coaching, helping develop practice plans, in-game adjustments and suggestions and, you know, scouting and, and all those different things. So, you know, by, by his, you know, example of letting our staff and other coaches be very, very involved, you're more prepared in this case, you know, when you may have to step in and, but you want to have, you know, a lot of pride in terms of being personally ready. So when that call came and coach, you know, was and asked me to step in, in the interim, you know, it was just more or less, Hey, let me just continue to do the things that he, he does every day and he sets the tone. And so because of that example, again, our guys were just prepared to just do what we do. And so really I just had to keep the train rolling, so to speak, you know, coach is very, very, as I mentioned, I mean, he's as good as there is in terms of, you know, preparing the guys on a day-to-day basis. He's what you would want in a, your best player. And the fact that you always want those guys to be consistent, like you're going to know what you're going to get out of player X every day, every game. Coach does that from a head coaching standpoint. I haven't seen him in seven years have an off day. I mean, when he comes to practice, I mean, he's on. He, you know, he knows exactly what we're trying to get out of that practice. He can coach one through 14 or however many guys are on the roster in such a way that they're all going to give their very best. They know the preparation that we got to have to be very, very good. He's an everyday coach and he acts our, you know, expects our guys to be everyday players. So he sets that tone. And I think it's a reason why we've had success and that's what we're aiming to do. Obviously, you know, this year we've got the conference tournament coming in. We've still got some work to do to to try to get to the NCAA tournament and win the SEC tournament first. But our goal here is is to continue to win at a high level, win SEC championships, make deep runs into to March and the big dance. You know, this is year three, like you mentioned, and part of it is building a foundation to where that can become consistent year in and year out. Uh, there, there's so many things that uh, still yet to be done here that we feel like we can do. And 
just got to keep putting that work in every day to get there. The fans definitely, they are itching to see what is coming up next. They are itching to see you guys back at full capacity, fingers crossed. Let's talk about how much we are missing the student section. Obviously so different this year, but from a coaching standpoint, how much are you missing the student section? So much. I mean, really, I mean, the last game against Vanderbilt, I guess we were able to, to with the governor's new mandate, got more fans than we've had all year long. And you could feel the difference just in a couple of thousand. And I know within an hour, because we get on the court, you know, hour usually before the game and the students were already there, not in their normal section, but you could see them there. So it was just neat to see them, but they give us so much energy. It's just cool to see them, especially the way they sit and we're at full capacity, right on the floor and right they feel like they're right in the game and they've willed us to some wins and we miss them. You know, they're, they're, they're like a six, six man for us. And uh, we can't wait hopefully soon to where we can see that club red again, cheering for us and, and at the game. And I'm so anxious for, for that to get back to where that's every, every game. Definitely. Well, fingers crossed that hopefully club red will be back and better than ever, which is going to be hard to even imagine because they're so great to begin with. No question. When you started this position, did you, had you been to Ole Miss games previously? Did you kind of know what you were walking into or the first time were you like, what? Well, the cool story about that, you know, we, when we were at middle, we played here. It was maybe the first or one of the very first games in the pavilion. And so we walked into this pristine, you know, beautiful looking arena like it is. And we played, fans were there, the students were there. But we got off to such a great start that they were really quiet <laughs> the whole entire game. I think we were up 25 at halftime. This is maybe our last year, maybe the second to last year. So they weren't as loud as they were or they are, you know, most times. So uh, when we got here and we started winning a few games, we finally felt how loud they can be. But when they're there, it, it makes a huge difference. But it's, you know, that game, though, we didn't know we'd be here two years later as a staff. But when we came here and we played in this facility, you know, we just thought hey, this can be one of the best facilities and places in the country. And, you know, again, credit to administration, Keith and everybody who's, who's had a hand in helping grow, you know, program. But uh, there's so many things here that sets it apart and is in place for us to be as good as anybody. I was actually in school at the time when the Tadpad Pavilion switch happened. And I remember I had recently gone to a professional basketball game in the neighboring area of Oxford. But I just very vividly remember walking into the pavilion and being like, this is fantastic and so much grander than I ever could have imagined. And I I felt like I was at a pro basketball game. That's the feeling. I mean, it really is. I mean, every time we get a chance to walk in there, just practice. I mean, I'll be quite honest with you. I mean, as a coaching staff, personally, I can tell you, I mean, we go practice most times here in our practice facility, when we go and practice at the pavilion, you walk in and I literally, you know, sometimes I have to pinch myself and just say, hey, man, just what a beautiful place and to be able to call home. I mean, again, you know, especially with my kind of coaching background and being a division two coach for five years where you didn't have, you know, the luxury of coaching in places like this, it never gets lost on me that to say, hey, now you get a chance to coach in a place where you just can't find a better atmosphere and arena and uh they've done a great job in terms of building it the way it's set up like you mentioned because i've been in some pro arenas as well but this there's not a bad seat in the house students are right on you you can't ask for a better experience and so we're lucky to be here and uh represent you know this university in such a fine way 
Definitely. So here's to hoping that everyone is going to be back in the pavilion soon. From what you have described, you guys have such a great coaching staff and team. So I'm sure that that is definitely in the future. Definitely. That's the goal. You know, again, we, you know, this league is competitive. I mean, I tell people all the time, well, you got some great coaches, obviously great players. And so it's never a day goes by. We don't realize, hey, you, we ask our players to work extremely hard and as a staff, we got to work extremely hard too because everybody in this league is trying to get to the same place. So it's competitive, but as a competitor, you know, you like that challenge. And so again, that's what fuels us. And uh, we have a head coach and coach Davis who's going to make sure that everybody top to bottom is going to be doing that every single day. So no days off, like you said, no, no days off. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Amazing. So last little thing that I like to do with my guests is a quick game of rapid fire. So Sounds there are good. no wrong answers here. I'm okay. just going to throw some questions, some phrases at you, whatever comes to mind. Are you ready? I'm ready. Who is your all time favorite basketball Michael player? Jordan. Easy bar or restaurant that you are spotted at most in Oxford. Blu-ray. Easy as well. Good one. What is your biggest strength? Organizational skills. What is one word to describe your team? Tough. Who should play you in a movie about your life? Wow. That's a good one. Michael B. Jordan. There you go. <laughs> Are you an early bird or a night owl? Uh, more night owl, but a little bit of both, but definitely more night owl. What is the very first basketball game that you ever went to? That's a good one. Or your most memorable? Most memorable? I would say most memorable is Middle Tennessee State, Michigan State, NCAA tournament. They're the two seed. We upset them. And uh, one of the biggest upsets in NCAA history. Don't get better than that. All right. My last question for you is what is your favorite thing about being part of Ole Miss men's basketball? Just the excitement around the whole basketball program, the support we get, the fans, coaching in the pavilion. Again, it goes back to just kind of my humble beginnings of coaching. I got into it just to do what I said earlier, help young men and be around the game and never really thought I'd ever be at this level. And just to be here and go play and coach in places like Rupp Arena and go play nationally ranked teams on ESPN, just the whole, the whole gamut uh, that Ole Miss provides, kind of all of it is what's most gratifying. When you get to game days and you're playing, you know, Kentucky, like we did a week and a half ago, or you play Missouri on the road and they're ranked top 25 in the country. Yes, it's just those game days and all that work, all that preparation. For me personally, I always kind of go back to where I started, you know, how I got to this point. It's those game days, I guess to answer your question again, just so rewarding, you know, just so fun, just to when that ball is tipped and to be in that competitive environment at this level. Uh, knowing just how long it's been as far as just being in coaching and getting to this point. Um, that's the rewarding and fun part of it all. It really is. And I was going to say too, it always helps. You can be like, eh, catch me on ESPN. That's fine. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you, you got to have you know, ESPN game ready, you know, attire and your haircut and all that stuff. So uh, that's kind of an inside joke or a running joke, you know, around here. Cause early on, I wasn't on any ESPN game days to call your family and friends and say, Hey, watch us on ESPN. It's pretty cool. It really that is. is fantastic. Well, here's to wishing that we have lots more to watch on ESPN, lots more winning games in the future. Thank you so much for jumping on with me. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Love your podcast and uh, hotty toddy. All right, guys, that is a wrap again for me this week. Thank you so much for listening and for being here. Another big thank you to Ole Miss men's basketball assistant coach, Ronnie Hamilton, for joining the show today. 
We are pushing along next week with the next installment in the Rebels in the Pro series that you definitely are not going to want to miss. So make sure that you are downloading and subscribing to the show on whatever platform you listen to podcasts. That is it for me this week. Check back next week. And as always, hotty toddy. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.